Today is the second day of January. I'm Jill. Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological Day 2. I am so thrilled that you are here and you have found your way here for whatever reason. Uh, But being in the Word is, I think, in my own opinion, what every believer should be engaged in as the bible tells us it is daily bread and we don't eat once a week we don't eat once a month we eat several times a day and so our spiritual nourishment is uh, as as important as our literal food and nourishment so if you're new welcome if you uh, have been here welcome back And we did this last year. I think it's important to do it again this year, especially if you are new. I want to just tell you uh, how this works and give you some pointers to help you make the most of your experience going through the Bible. So first thing is first, how to read and understand the Bible. Maybe you've heard that the Bible is an instruction manual for living. If you have, I'd like you to hold that very loosely. Maybe even just put it to the side. Take it off the table. Understand that the Bible was written for a specific people in a specific place as far as region and in a specific place in time in our history. It is made up of poetry, of prophecy, Some of it is allegorical, historical, and apocalyptic. I may have left one or two other important things out. I wrote it down and I can't find where I wrote it. So I'm going off my memory. The point being is we have to understand the components of this book that make it what it is. And also to understand that it was written very specifically to a specific people in a specific place for a specific time. We have to understand that first and foremost, and then we understand the context of how it is applicable to our own lives. So the Bible reads much more like a mirror than an instruction manual, where we look in, we understand the context, we see our own reflection, in the context of our own lives, and we then take a really long, difficult look in the mirror to see where we need to apply necessary changes in our own lives. Second, this community is a place of community. (laughs) We will hear from you. Starting tomorrow, you'll hear instructions on how to utilize the prayer line if you are new, Uh, We ask that you use the prayer line for that, for prayer. If you need prayer or if you would like to call in and pray for someone that you heard that has previously called in and reach out to them. We will also tell you of our Facebook pages if you are looking for connection to reach out to somebody, send them a message, exchange numbers, email addresses, blah, blah, blah. You can do that on our social media pages and all of that will be given to you starting tomorrow. Lastly, China and I will do chronological together. We will take 
one week at a time and alternate weeks. I'm starting out this week. China, my daughter, who founded Daily Audio Bible Chronological, will be with you next week. We ask for your grace. China and I are mother and daughter. We have very many similarities. We also have very many differences. And those differences are right. They are good. Her faith is her faith, and my faith is my faith. We have different approaches on the same contexts, even sometimes. Different is the key. We ask you for room and grace for those differences to be present. We do not need them pointed out to us. We are not in competition for one another. We are not in competition to see who can listen to who the most. We want you to be in the word. And we would love if you would allow us the space and the grace for us to both be who we are in our approach, in our personality, and how we relate to the scriptures and the context of which we are reading for that week. And we thank you so much for your grace and for room for us to be who we are. And the final thing I'll say before we jump into today's reading is we are definitely willing to be here and we are definitely imperfect. We will get it wrong. We will not mean to, but we will. And we also ask for your grace in the journey of imperfection. Please leave room for error and we will catch it as we go. And I promise you that <laughs> what we don't feel from you, we will feel the shame our own selves. We will quickly correct and uh, we will regroup and we will move on. So there are just a, a few guidelines, if you will, for us to both make the most of this experience through the word together. Speaking of the word, let's jump in. Today we're reading Genesis chapters 4 through 7, and this week we're reading the New Living Translation, Genesis 4. Now Adam had sexual relations with his wife Eve, and she became pregnant. When she gave birth to Cain, she said, With the Lord's help, I have produced a man. Later she gave birth to his brother and named him Abel. When they grew up, Abel became a shepherd while Cain cultivated the ground. When it was time for the harvest, Cain presented some of his crops as a gift to the Lord. Abel also brought a gift, the best portions of the firstborn lambs from his flock. The Lord accepted Abel and his gift, but he did not accept Cain and his gift. This made Cain very angry, and he looked dejected. Why are you so angry? The Lord asked Cain. Why do you look so dejected? You will be accepted if you do what is right. But if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you. But you must subdue it and be its master. One day Cain suggested to his brother, let's go out into the fields. And while they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Afterward, the Lord asked Cain, where is your brother? Where is Abel? I don't know, Cain responded. Am I my brother's guardian? But the Lord said, what have you done? 
Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you are cursed and banished from the ground which has swallowed your brother's blood. No longer will the ground yield good crops for you no matter how hard you work. From now on you will be a homeless wanderer on the earth. Cain replied to the Lord, My punishment is too great for me to bear. You have banished me from the land and from your presence. You have made me a homeless wanderer. Anyone who finds me will kill me. The Lord replied, No, for I will give a sevenfold punishment to anyone who kills you. Then the Lord put a mark on Cain to warn anyone who might try to kill him. So Cain left the Lord's presence and settled in the land of Nod, east of Eden. Cain had sexual relations with his wife, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Enoch. Then Cain founded a city which he named Enoch after his son. Enoch had a son named Irad. Irad became the father of Mehujel. Mehujel became the father of Methushel. Methushel became the father of Lamech. Lamech married two women. The first was named Ada, and the second was Zila. Ada gave birth to Jabal, who was the first of those who raise livestock and live in tents. His brother's name was Jubal, the first of all who play the harp and flute. Lamech's other wife, Zila, gave birth to a son named Tibul Cain. He became an expert in forging tools of bronze and iron. Tubal Cain had a sister named Nema. One day Lamech said to his wives, Ada and Zila, hear my voice. Listen to me, you wives of Lamech. I have killed a man who attacked me, a young man who wounded me. If someone who kills Cain is punished seven times, then the one who kills me will be punished 77 times. Adam had sexual relations with his wife again, and she gave birth to another son. She named him Seth, for she said, God has granted me another son in place of Abel whom Cain killed. When Seth grew up, he had a son and named him Enosh. At that time, people first began to worship the Lord by name. This is the written account of the descendants of Adam. When God created human beings, he made them to be like himself. He created them male and female, and he blessed them and called them human. When Adam was 130 years old, he became the father of a son who was just like him in his very image. He named his son Seth. After the birth of Seth, Adam lived another 800 years and he had other sons and daughters. Adam lived 930 years and then he died. When Seth was 105 years old, he became the father of Enosh. After the birth of Enosh, Seth lived another 807 years and he had other sons and daughters. Seth lived 912 years and then he died. When Enosh was 90 years old, he became the father of Kenan. After the birth of Kenan, Enosh lived another 815 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Enosh lived 905 years, and then he died. When Kenan was 70 years old, he became the father of Mahalalel. After the birth of Mahalalel, Kenan lived another 840 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Kenan lived 910 years, and then he died. When Mahalalel was 65 years old, he became the father of Jared. After the birth of Jared, Mahalalel lived another 830 years, and he had other sons and daughters. 
Mehalalel lived 895 years and then he died. When Jared was 162 years old, he became the father of Enoch. After the birth of Enoch, Jared lived another 800 years and he had other sons and daughters. Jared lived 962 years and then he died. When Enoch was 65 years old, he became the father of Methuselah. After the birth of Methuselah, Enoch lived in close fellowship with God for another 300 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Enoch lived 365 years walking in close fellowship with God. Then one day he disappeared because God took him. When Methuselah was 187 years old, he became the father of Lamech. After the birth of Lamech, Methuselah lived another 782 years and he had other sons and daughters. Methuselah lived 969 years and then he died. When Lamech was 182 years old, he became the father of a son. Lamech named his son Noah, for he said, May he bring us relief from our work and the painful labor of farming this ground that the Lord has cursed. After the birth of Noah, Lamech lived another 595 years and he had other sons and daughters. Lamech lived 777 years and then he died. After Noah was 500 years old, he became the father of Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Then the people began to multiply on the earth and daughters were born to them. The sons of God saw the beautiful women and took any they wanted as their wives. Then the Lord said, My spirit will not put up with humans for such a long time, for they are only mortal flesh. In the future, their normal lifespan will be no more than 120 years. In those days, and for some time after, giant Nephilites lived on the earth. For whenever the sons of God had intercourse with women, they gave birth to children who became the heroes and famous warriors of ancient times. The Lord observed the extent of human wickedness on the earth and he saw that everything they thought or imagined was consistently and totally evil. So the Lord was sorry he had ever made them and put them on the earth. It broke his heart and the Lord said, I will wipe this human race I have created from the face of the earth. Yes, and I will destroy every living thing, all the people, the large animals, the small animals that scurry along the ground, and even the birds of the sky. I am sorry I ever made them. But Noah found favor with the Lord. This is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was a righteous man, the only blameless person living on earth at the time, and he walked in close fellowship with God. Noah was the father of three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now God saw that the earth had become corrupt and was filled with violence. God observed all this corruption in the world for everyone on earth was corrupt. So God said to Noah, I have decided to destroy all living creatures for they have filled the earth with violence. Yes, I will wipe them all out along with the earth. Build a large boat from cypress wood and waterproof it with tar inside and out. Then construct decks and stalls throughout its interior. Make the boat 450 feet long, 75 feet wide, and 45 feet high. 
leave an 18-inch opening below the roof all the way around the boat. Put the door on the side and build three decks inside the boat, lower, middle, and upper. Look, I am about to cover the earth with a flood that will destroy every living thing that breathes. Everything on earth will die, but I will confirm my covenant with you. So enter the boat, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Bring a pair of every kind of animal, a male and a female, into the boat with you to keep them alive during the flood. Pairs of every kind of bird and every kind of animal and every kind of small animal that scurries along the ground will come to you to be kept alive. And be sure to take on board enough food for your family and for all the animals. So Noah did everything exactly as God had commanded him. When everything was ready, the Lord said to Noah, Go into the boat with all your family, for among all the people of the earth, I can see that you alone are righteous. Take with you seven pairs, male and female, of each animal I have approved for eating and for sacrifice, and take one pair of each of the others. Also take seven pairs of every kind of bird. There must be a male and a female in each pair to ensure that all life will survive on the earth after the flood. Seven days from now, I will make the rains pour down on the earth, and it will rain for forty days and forty nights until I have wiped from the earth all the living things I have created. So Noah did everything as the Lord commanded him. Noah was six hundred years old when the flood covered the earth. He went on board the boat to escape the flood, he and his wife and his sons and their wives. With them were all the various kinds of animals, those approved for eating and for sacrifice and those that were not, along with all the birds and the small animals that scurry along the ground. They entered the boat in pairs, male and female, just as God had commanded Noah. After seven days, the waters of the flood came and covered the earth. When Noah was 600 years old, on the 17th day of the second month, all the underground waters erupted from the earth and the rain fell in mighty torrents from the sky. The rain continued to fall for 40 days and 40 nights. That very day, Noah had gone into the boat with his wife and his sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and their wives. With them in the boat were pairs of every kind of animal, domestic and wild, large and small, along with birds of every kind. Two by two, they came into the boat, representing every living thing that breathes. A male and female of each kind entered just as God had commanded Noah. Then the Lord closed the door behind them. For forty days, the floodwaters grew deeper, covering the ground and lifting the boat high above the earth. As the waters rose higher and higher above the ground, the boat floated safely on the surface. Finally, the water covered even the highest mountains on the earth, rising more than 22 feet above the highest peaks. All the living things on earth died. Birds, domestic animals, wild animals, small animals that scurry along the ground, and all the people. Everything that breathed and lived on dry land died. God wiped out every living thing on the earth, people, livestock, small animals that scurry along the ground, and the birds of the sky. All were destroyed. The only people who survived were Noah and those with him in the boat. 
and the floodwaters covered the earth for 150 days. Okay, so it didn't take us long to get into the genealogy of Scripture, and so here we are. Here's what I can say about that. Do not glaze over and get lost in the genealogy. There's a reason why I read the Bible with my eyes and with my mouth. That's the only way I can stay focused and grasp what's going on. I have read so many times and I read the same thing 25 times before I realize I still have no idea what I just read because my mind is wandering. It's easy to do uh, when we get to genealogy and names of people that we don't know and ages and why is this relevant? It's relevant to the story because everything makes sense to where we're going once we get there. Sometimes we don't really get why these details are important to the story and they show up at the next the next day's reading or the next part of the story and they were really important and we just sort of lost them. So do whatever it is that you need to do to stay present with the story and the details. Um, especially this early on. So if you kind of glazed over that, uh, we have the story of Noah. And what's interesting about this story is, yes, creation thus far was wiped off of the face of the earth by the time we got to the seventh chapter of the very first book of the Bible uh, because God found no one righteous in his eyes other than Noah. And I guess it would be easy to just insert our own definition of evil and what was happening in, on the earth for this to transpire, but we did not define that in today's reading. But in seven chapters in the first book of the Bible, a lot has happened. We're moving pretty quickly, so uh, stay focused, stay with the story, and don't get lost, especially on genealogy. I mean, if, just think about living 930 years, 807 years, 912 years. I I'll be 50 this year, and I can tell you that things are already starting to break down that I didn't think would break down. So I would love to have known. What was it like to live 912 years? Noah was 600 years when the flood covered the earth. And that was completely without Tylenol or an ibuprofen or a Motrin. Oh, but I do thank God for Motrin. <laughs> Father, we thank you for your word today. Thank you for a page turned and for being with us in the stories of our own lives as we journey through your word. I thank you for how you will speak to your children who are here and willing and wanting and desiring to be in greater relationship with you, to know you through your word in a real way. Open our ears to hear, open our eyes to see, and our hearts to receive. And do what you would in us. 
And we thank you for being with us on this journey. We pray this now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. This is day two. You made it. Well done. I may sound a little bit like a coach, and I don't mean to. I'm just trying to think of what I would say or what I would want someone to say to me if I were just getting started on this journey. And I think right now I would just say, keep going. Just keep going. We're at the very beginning and it moves fast and there's a lot of things happening. Uh, but just, just stay with it and just keep going. And I'm so glad that you're here. Truly. I'll give you little announcements every day until we get to the full uh, bada boom, bada bing at the end of the podcast daily. If you are brand new and you're just getting here and you found this and you want to know more about the Daily Audio Bible, uh, there is a main website. It's Daily Audio Bible. It is also a free app that you can download if you have not already. And you can listen that way or you can go straight to the website and listen there as well. Lots of different places for you to listen and different ways for you to be able to take in the Daily Audio Bible. Also, if you're interested, uh, we have different languages on different channels. So if you go to the main app and just log in, sign in as guest... Uh, you'll go to the main page and you'll see all of the different channels and ways that you can hear the Bible read. Just take a look around the website, get acquainted, and we will talk a little bit more about it every single day. If you would like to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, we thank you so much for your partnership. We could not do this without your partnership, and we are really grateful. If you're giving by mail, D-A-B-P-O Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee 37174. Or utilizing that app, hit the give icon. It's up at the top right-hand corner of your mobile app. And lastly, look for the give icon on the website as well. Tomorrow, I will add the prayer requests and take you through that if you are brand new And we will talk about those things, give you a little bit of instruction. I'm Jill, and for now, that's it. We'll turn the page together tomorrow, and I look forward to it. Until then, love one another. Good morning, Dapsy. This is Tanya calling in from Suffolk. Today is Thursday, December 29th. To God be the glory from whom all blessings flow. Um, Brooke, thank you so much for calling in, giving us that wonderful testimony. Happy birthday for your nieces. And to God be the glory that your brother is doing well. Uh, Heavenly Father, I'm asking that you continue to keep your loving arms wrapped around the twins as well as her brother. Continue to keep his mind stayed on you, Heavenly Father. And also Dalen calling in. Um, Lord, I stand in agreement with Dalen that um, his wife be able to uh, serve you, Father. I'm asking that the Holy Spirit take over, Heavenly Father, and have its way. I'm trusting and believing in it right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Dab C family, I love you guys. And it's almost the end of the year. And I just feel so wonderful and just feel so 
blessed and just full of love, love and joy and laughter. And I just continue to wait to, um, to hear from you guys and to bring this new year in as well. You guys, as always, I love you guys and continue to be encouraged. Know that God have you and he say he will never leave us nor forsake us. Love you guys. Hello, hello. This is Walking in Truth from Florida, and I wanted to call in and pray for Darren from College Station. Uh, Lord God, I just uh, thank you that you are a God who can reach down from heaven and uh, do mighty things when your people cry out in your name. And Lord God, your desires that we walk in truth and we walk in freedom and that uh, uh, we walk in the power of the Most High God. And so, Lord, I just pray for not only Darren's wife, but Darren's mother-in-law as well. Lord God, we um, tend to pray for way less than uh, what uh, you want us to pray for. And Lord God, I, I am just praying and believing that um, as he has reached out to his mother-in-law um, on behalf of the salvation of his wife, Lord God, I I am just going to pray and believe that you uh, have a desire and uh, the will and, and the capability to uh, rescue his mother-in-law from this darkness that she is under. So Lord God, I pray that um, by the mighty name of Jesus and um, with all power that you have in heaven and on earth, Lord God, that you would release uh, these two, release her whole family, Lord God, that they might know you and serve you and that they would see the difference between a living God that loves them and uh, desires good for them versus uh, um, the, the false religion they are uh, under. So Lord God, I just pray pray that you uh, would just do this in your timing so that everyone would know that uh, it was Jesus uh, that frees and Jesus that heals and that Jesus uh, saves. It's in your name I pray, Jesus. Amen. Good morning, DABC. This is Lisa from Oklahoma, and I'm needing prayer. I have my own business, and so sometimes it's slow, sometimes it's plentiful and right now it's very very tight I'm stressed over being able to meet all my bills so I want you to please pray that God would bless me with plenty of business so I can take care of my responsibilities and help others I trust you all had a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everyone thank you for the complete heart and family for everything that you do for us I don't know where we would be without this wonderful wonderful ministry thank you God bless you all